You know English, not my first language. I do not know what I speak of. Uh, it's difficult Johnny, to come okay? and learn. Oh, wow, yeah, it yeah, is yeah, hard. Uh, you know, it's not. Wow, I feel it is getting competitive with accent. Okay, it's not Johnny com- It's not competition. Oh wow, you think you are already one? Uh, I know. Okay. <laughs> Our uh, loyal listeners are not going to know what the fuck is going on <laughs> Wait, when I start the podcast like this. Oh shit. <laughs> <laughs> Good and terribly. Episode thirty-one. I'm dreaming of a white Christmas, just like the one I used to know. Nice. Very nice. Good. We've not done a Very singing good. intro for a while. To be fair, it's quite a throwback. Buble has competition when it comes to Christmas albums. <laughs> Richard and the treetops ringing <laughs> and <laughs> snowbells singing, <laughs> sleigh bells and oh. the snow, <laughs> the snow. That must be one of the. I'm not gonna ask one of the deader Christmas songs. Really? It's very slow. Nah, but that very was in Home Alone, right? Gets gets the right rhythm. Yeah. Hmm. This could end terribly episode 31. You are here with your boys. And Woo! a very special lady. I know that's fact. right. <laughs> Abs, Johnny, Hello. and our very special guest, Olga Braga. But before we get into that, I just want to say big up to all of our listeners across the stream of mm-hmm. streams. We have YouTube. Mm, if you're nasty. SoundCloud. If you're cheap. Amazon Music. If you don't care about socialism. <laughs> Spotify. If you want to fund a takeover of Arsenal. And Apple Podcast. If you like drone droning children in Syria. Very good, man. Very, very good. Got every market covered. Every yeah, 100%, 100%. And here we are. Last episode of 2021. Jesus. Ooh. Just want to say thank you to everybody who's been rocking with us in our first full years, the best podcast on road. Mm-hmm. What can I say? We bring the smoke. That's right. We bring the fire. That's mm. right. We bring the heat. Mm. We bring the flames. Mm. Fuego and the crud. Mm, mm, mm. It's all there. We give the views. Uh-oh. Views from the six. <laughs> Shit album. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, Shit yeah. Shit artist, really. How are you guys? <laughs> Let me start with Johnny before we segue to our lovely guest. Johnny, how are you? I'm all right. I'm all right. My face hurts. Oh yeah, it's been the uh, the eyebrow semi-annual trip. Yeah, the shout out number one Harley Street. What's up? Uh, I had my face torn apart by a very nice cosmetic surgeon. Shout out all the women who do this shit voluntarily. Some of our listeners don't know what the fuck you're talking about. Yeah, I had my eyebrows microbladed ah. again. Shout wow! Out. Yeah, shout out the alopecia Johnny gang. Viva. I know, I know. They all fell out, so now you got to draw them back on. Yeah. Um, but for real, shout out the women who do this voluntarily because this shit hurts. How much pain are you in now? Now I've had some rum. It's uh, it's easing. Mm-hmm. Uh, earlier, uh, uh, I'm about a seven now. 
I'm about a seven. You're a ten at the time, but you're a seven. I was a ten earlier. Yeah. I mean, it's basically like just having a fucking needle scratched through your face, right? You got a bit of anesthetic, but it doesn't really cover the entire. Wow, you're just like Chrissy Teigen. That's what she had recently. (laughs) Listen, fashion's pain, honey. You got to do it. Is that because you've just become a big uh, influence star since America? So obviously, like the smoothness of my voice has helped the podcast grow, but also meant that I didn't have to be as visually pleasing. I think I'm more known for the smoothness of my voice. Now that I'm, it's not about you. Getting competitive. Now that I'm a. Now that I've been recognized on Instagram with a professional account as a video content creator, the eyebrows need uh, need yeah. to be on point. So so that's what I did. That's what I did. And it fucking hurts. Irony is you've actually got a face for the radio. Not anymore, baby. Boom. Not anymore. Yeah, so as as the uh, as the as the woman said while she was doing my eyebrows, if um, if men had to give birth, there wouldn't be any fucking children on this planet. <laughs> but time. does it actually grow hair on no, your no, no, eyebrows? No, no. It's like it's a tattoo. Just a it's a semi-permanent tattoo. tattoo. Okay. And it has to be semi-permanent because actual tattoo them are not kosher. So mm, 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 still mm. trying to get into heaven. I'm hedging my bets. So you're gonna have to repeat the process. Oh yeah. It's a good money maker. Without further ado, mm-hmm. I did say we got a guest a couple of times now. Someone who I've known for a very, very long time. That's right. One of our biggest supporters. That's right. Wow. And if I'm allowed to reveal, Mm. somebody who's absolutely contributed to the relationship advice segment on one of the episodes. Not going to tell you which one. Which one was it? Not going to tell you which one. Not going to tell you which one. Be cool. That's the mystery. That's the mystery. Be cool. Be cool. cool. Olga Braga. Click, 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 click. Welcome to the show. Thank you for having me, guys. So excited to be here. Friend of the show. Amen. Comedian, comedian, up and coming comic genius and star. No, that's right. In the house. Welcome. How are you? I am great. I'm super excited to be here, guys. Welcome to This Good and Terribly. First podcast ever. This will end amazingly. Yeah, never recorded a podcast in my life. Breaking my virginity of podcasting with the two of you. It's amazing. <laughs> Couldn't pick two more incel guys. To, what have you been uh, up to this with? week? I've been doing a couple of uh, shows. I did two uh, stand-up comedy gigs. The crowds, I've noticed, they're getting less and less because of the word I don't even want to say, but the situation globally, I guess. Mm. And uh, just uh, enjoying the lead-up to the festive season. Oh you know? yeah. Mulled wine, mm. lots of eating, <clears throat> relaxing. <clears throat> Mulled wine mm-hmm. is fucking buzz. What? Mold wine is bars. Tastes Why are you like this? tastes like ass. Huh? Like what kind what? of ass have you been eating, Johnny? <laughs> That's a delicious ass. I want to know more about. Ass, uh, ass what that t- kind ass, of ass have you been eating? Ass that tastes better than mold <laughs> wine. That's for sure. Oh wow! Wow. Yeah, I, I don't know. I don't know. Mold cider. Is that your bag? What, why mullet? Why mullet? Why do you need? Who likes warm booze? That's bars. Drink in the a cup cold, of tea or so. In the colder winter months, who doesn't like mold? Just grow up and drink Ray straight. It's like 60% alcohol. Yeah, it warms your chest. Mm. Don't need warm liquid. Just need warm loins. Yeah, but is it festive though? Ray suits every season. No, I disagree. <laughs> I disagree. And I'm not a yardie, so. Well, you, know. you disagree because you're a pussy. Neither are you. Um, but yeah, it's been... Um, we find ourselves in the exact same trap every other week. <laughs> oh my Lord. Not wanting to talk about the thing that is running riot mm. in the world that we live in, mm. but What's having to report that? on it time and time mm, again. Heard. Olga came through before and she mentioned the C word. And when she said it, I was like, the C word? Cancer. Oh no, actually the C word has been co-opted by- The conservatives. Our... <laughs> That's another C word. Um, the C word has been co-opted by our friend COVID. And oh, that one. Yeah, it's, um, 
you know what? It's actually quite scary now. Let's yeah. let's, let's let's keep it a buck. This is this is the the stage in our COVID journey, which is actually getting a little bit crazy, right? If I has in my mind back to this time last year, mm. I was still struggling to find people in my own circle mm. who actually had it, had got it, were living with it. Long COVID, I didn't know anybody. Fast forward a year, and I don't know anybody who hasn't had it. Right, this Omicron variant, like Olga hasn't had it yet. Uh, She's built but, different. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But this Omicron variant um, is wild. It's mm. absolutely wild. Mm. And uh, at the time of recording, we hit ninety-three thousand cases uh, a day after hitting eighty-eight thousand. A day after hitting seventy-eight thousand. We are, I think, it's safe to say at this point, in the midst of a less dangerous less severe variant but due to the nature of variants a much more transmissible variant hence the numbers everybody has shut the bed everybody has shut the bed travel plans are in disarray mm -hmm. shout out to my brother who's currently got it as both of my brothers who have had it um my brother's girlfriend who's got it as well it's fucking up christmas plans it really, really is. Because most people are getting it this week and you have to stay at home for 10 days and that means you're probably going to spend Christmas alone. So I just want to say, if you're spending Christmas alone, man, my thoughts are with you. I fucking love you. There's 31 episodes of this Connector. Exactly what to, I was going to gonna you, say. To keep you warm, you feel me? <laughs> um, but stay safe, man. It's absolutely crazy what's going on out here. Um, uh, unless you're a Tory, apparently. But yeah, Johnny, you hit me with some stats earlier, which blew my fucking mind. Yeah, it's pretty much it. So, so this was actually a question on a, on a quiz of the week that I was doing today. Um, University of Hong Kong study showed Omicron multiplies how many times faster than the Delta variant? Are you quizzing us? Is it A, 70 times? Why is he doing this? B, 10 times. C, 35 times. A. Or D, just, 50 times. A, A, A is the answer because then mate. I stopped listening. Just crack on, yeah, seriously. Yeah, it's A, 70 times faster than Delta, which is pretty Not listening fucking, pays, kids. Pretty fucking mental. It's kind of, I don't know, it's breeding like some some metaphor that i'd probably get cancelled for so um there's a reason that they think that this thing uh, moves twice as fast uh 70 times as fast really um apparently it's a lot more effective at like hiding in respiratory passages than delta oh so delta went for the lungs this one goes for your respiratory tract for your chest for your mm. chest and it hides in there and it's a lot better at sticking there so that when you cough and sneeze and talk it pops right out again yoohoo um, so without going into all the boring science behind it, um, Too late. they do, f yeah, they do fair. They do find that it's maybe, maybe less, uh, dangerous because it doesn't attack the lungs. Uh, but it's certainly more transmissible. And that kind of makes sense, right? Because if you look at, uh, where this thing is spreading most aggressively, London or the most densely populated part of the country, um, seems to be going at a trajectory that's kind of inconsistent with other areas. It is a relief at the moment, at least, that hospitals aren't um, being overwhelmed. Um, and if we look at South Africa, which kind of is a couple of weeks ahead of where we are in terms of dealing with it, it also seems like the hospitals um, are able to cope or relatively exactly, able to cope, yeah. even though 20% of nurses were taken out in South Africa, which is pretty mad chat. Hmm. Um, so although there's a lot of doom saying over this because we are on 93,000 cases a day, I read something that actually was quite optimistic in that you might argue that this variant shows a way out of the pandemic more widely because um, we are eventually at some point going to have to get to a point where society... Herd immunity, baby. Well, not necessarily herd immunity, but where society can live with this kind of thing. And we so, were on our way. 
Boris was like, people die. Yeah. And then this variant came and he's like, ah. He was like, let the bodies pile high, but not too high. So high we don't have any fucking landfill to put them in. But mm. um, basically the way that out of this is we get to a point where society goes, fine, fuck. Okay, this is basically like flu season. So this thing needs to become endemic rather than pandemic. And if you get variants that are easily transmissible, but less dangerous, the point is that it doesn't really matter that a lot of people get something as long as it doesn't crash healthcare systems. And at the moment, this thing looks like it's the first step on that path. So yeah, it's scary, right? It's scary when like you see people uploading, you see the white girls uploading their COVID tests like they were black squares last summer. <laughs> uh, but um, as long as it's not actually killing Jemima, then ideally it's something that you can manage. It's yeah. something that's reasonable. Do um, you, um, what do you say to the people who are constantly reminded every day that there aren't actually many hospitalizations as a result of this variant? So this claim that this is uh, threatening the NHS is actually a little bit of a... False, entirely false, because ICU numbers have been very low compared yeah. to the Delta. What do we say to that? Yeah, so there's a reason that these numbers are low. It's because we have a very high vaccination rate, right? Yeah. So like, there's a lot of spiel about this thing being able to evade vaccines. And to an extent, yeah, maybe it has had some effect on people who've already taken a jab, but the effect would clearly be a lot higher on people if they hadn't taken the jab. So... The, the hospitals are being protected by people being jabbed and going going at your booster if you can. I'm going to go and get mine. Mm. Um, that's kind of the way through this, right? It's not necessarily that we just like let all the anti-vaxxers die or like I say, put them on the Isle of Wight. But um, there is the reason that this isn't fucking collapsing the system like this would have done a year and a half ago is mm -hmm. because the country has vaccine immunity. But we're, that's still, the way out of it. we're still in plan B technically, right? Which... We probably shouldn't be given what you've just said if we are now at a point where vaccination rollout is a super success and we know that there's going to be variants and oh, we're going to catch them. We're in a plan B anyway, right? We're essentially in some form of lockdown and there, th there is threats that it could potentially get worse with hospitality industries getting affected. Mm. What's the point of it? Why, yeah. st why stay in plan B? Yeah. Uh, well, we don't know enough. We don't know that it doesn't collapse healthcare systems yet. So I'm willing to sit in plan B to figure that out. Okay. If it's the case that hospitals are overwhelmed, then we'll be thankful that we were. And if hospitals don't collapse, then it's a pretty quick switch to turn the economy back on again. Fair. That's my take. If you had to predict, actually, mm -hmm. Christmas and January, will there be more severe measures? Are they going to close the gyms? Or ah, do you think we're going to... That's a good question. Cause you, yeah, because you were like, absolutely no way they're locking down Christmas again. But to Olga's point, January? Yeah, my birthday's looking techie still. <laughs> My birthday's For a bit techie. But then I guess it depends what happens over the next two weeks, right? Um, it could be, we could do an Austria, although I, did, I don't think we will, don't think we would. This is where you start getting into the politics of it because Boris is on such a precipice that, and we're going to get into him fucking this by-election, but his quickest route out of office is another lockdown because he's already dealing with a rebellion on the right of his party. Um, I think he gets tinned anyway, which we'll get into. But they can't cancel Christmas and they won't cancel Christmas. There's a reasonable chance that they say everyone go and get fucking battered on the 31st of Jan. And then if you haven't had a vaccine, you're locked down. Um, but are they going to close the economy again? No. They can't afford to, right? Because of mm. the furlough scheme, it's so expensive to keep people right. out of work. Right. And actually, yeah. I think that there's a significant enough number of the country who maybe this has just been affected by Wouldn't Christmas. Wouldn't follow those rules. Well, actually, I think the opposite. I think there's really? enough people now who, are, who have seen so many of their friends go down with it because this is so highly transmissible and we don't know if it kills you or not. 
that people just aren't going out. Like how many of us have all had plans canceled this week mm. over the next 10 days? Well, I've just been in the West End today, the week before Christmas, pretty fucking empty. Oh yeah? Mm. Pretty fucking empty. Yeah, I spent all afternoon in a cafe on my own in Fitzrovia. Fam, which you, I'm you doing expect. online shopping for everybody this Christmas, bruv. I mean, I typically do, but I, mean, I, I, yeah, I usually I do anyway. hit the high street to pick up the uh, bits and bobs. Shout out Amazon Prime. But I am <laughs> staying in my arse. Yeah, 100%. But most people are actually, most people are. And I was, uh, I got the train home yesterday. Um, from City Thameslink and trains are visibly empty. Platform concourses are visibly empty. Stations are empty. A lot of um, comedy gigs as well. You see less and less people coming. So is that is yeah. that because you're not funny or is it? <laughs> <laughs> Boom! <laughs> Got it. The punches are coming out hard and strong. Don't bite. We're not even like five minutes in. Don't let, don't let <laughs> hey, get to who you. knows? Maybe. <laughs> uh, yeah, no. I just think actually, I think we're now at a point where like. There's people will spiel a lot like, oh, fuck it, I'm not, they can't fucking lock me down again. Did it? They obviously <laughs> they can't lock me down. Can't lock me down, I'm not going to fucking <laughs> obey. Like, like, they've literally just made protest illegal, bro. You can't do anything about it. For you're, real. You're going to stay in your house if they tell you to. But like, actually, people bottle it. People bottle it. And people bottle it, especially when they're going to go and see Nana next week and they don't want to kill her. Um, yeah. So I think that we're now at a point where like people are sufficiently scared of this thing as a result of messaging which is effective, mm. um, that they won't chance it. And this will be the future reaction, I think. Well, if we get another spike in cases because of the next variant, people will go, oh, fuck, don't want to chance that. I know too many vulnerable people. And then it will give the healthcare system time to decide whether or not further action is needed. But if the trajectory of mutations is more virulent, but less severe, uh, severe then that actually is happy days. Mm. Yeah, that's a good way. And out. If, if I had to predict it, that's what I would say. Uh, definitely less severe. And I think maybe I would disagree. I don't know if people are ready to quote unquote, take it, so to speak, especially if they do decide to do a lockdown in January. I think given all the corruption we've seen in the government, the government themselves mm. not following these rules, I think people are just tired of it. They mm. just want to live their life. You know? I, I, to that, I think I think I'd say that you know if you're gonna if you're gonna be a little bitch and do dry Jan. Yes, that's what I do all the time. Lockdown is great for you, right? Like lockdown Jan would be ideal. It's the quickest way to get into a dry Jan. But also, like, kind of feel like people have blown the doors off with their spending over the last month or two, knowing that this Omicron mm. thing's over coming over the hill, right? So actually, that, like, would I hate a lockdown in January? Yeah, I can't say I would. No, I can't say. I would. Yeah, people are spending too much. I think I saw an article today that like mm. spending on clothes and stuff has hit pre-pandemic levels as mm. a result of one Black Friday this year. Yeah. Guys, stop buying shit. We ain't going nowhere, God damn it. You Ooh. don't go out enough for, to be fucking flexing <laughs> in new outfits everywhere you go. No one's going to notice. Keep your money, bruv. Also, shopping before the Boxing Day sale. Like, come on, bro. Grow up, innit? Just wait. <laughs> Are you the guy who gives like Guilty. late? Yeah, Guilty. You, you give like late Christmas presents so you can hit the sale. Bro, I, I don't give a shit. I'm Jewish, bro. It's Hanukkah. Like, true. true. Happy New Year, innit? Like, true, here's true. your discount thing that costs £30 more. You said week. you were at an event where one they, uh, when they requested yeah. antigen tests, some people dropped out. Indeed. So it was a, a, an event, uh, just a private dinner, but there was about uh, 30 people. There were supposed to be 60. 30 dropped out, actually. Uh, literally maybe a week or so before the event in question. Uh, but uh, maybe like one or two days before the event, the organizers asked all the people attending to actually do uh, the the test uh, at the event itself. So about three or four people, four people actually dropped out. So. so they had it. They were positive, right? They were just lying about it. Which is kind of the thing about this 93,000 number being bullshit, right? Because like we've 
demonstrated that we actually don't have sufficient testing capacity. We ran out of tests last week. We had to like get more in. So like people can't all just get tested on the spot if they want to. People are lying about it now because we're 10 days from Christmas. Nobody wants mm. to be positive. But also that headline number, 93,000, doesn't include reinfections, which is fucking mad chat. Mazza. Mad chat. At least like 30, 40% of the people I know who've got it this time are second timers. Really? So to not mm. even include those people is obscene, right? So you can probably add number thir another 30, 35% on top of the headline number, which means that 93,000, the real number is probably something close to like 120K a day. But I think the most important thing is not just the infection rate, it's the ICU rate. And if people are not... Sure. Uh, if they're not severely attacked by this virus where the, whereby they don't need to go to the hospital, yeah. then is it really that problematic? So that's it. That's it's the a risk-reward type of balance, you know, mental health. That's the health thing. Like 10 million people could get it, but if nobody goes to hospital, who gives a shit, right? If it doesn't actually kill is anyone. Is it just another flu? It's Controversial just a, I mean, if I start, ideas if from I speak, Olga. If I speak, they will say I've spoken. So I, I try not to speak. If I start speaking, they say I'm it's conspiracy the, uh, man. It's the pandemic conspiracy, right? Yeah. This is basically Microsoft's way of keeping you in a subscription model. Um, yeah. If you have to get a boost every six months, then... Getting boy. that barcode inside your bloodstream. Well, this is it. You just be able to tap on your wrist for Microsoft Teams and then you'll never be able to escape okay. work. Yeah. Jump, jump into my room. Perfect. It's either Microsoft or like I, 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 saw, I saw a new angle to this where actually this is just... This is a conspiracy theory by, by the Greeks. Um, <laughs> by the Greeks? Yeah, by the, by the Hellenic Republic of Greece to get us to all relearn the Greek alphabet. Um, <laughs> between <laughs> Delta and Omicron and Alpha, Beta. beta. And, yeah, all this shit, right? Alpha, Beta. Omicron. <laughs> Delta. Yeah. Is Omega one of them? Yeah. Uh, I've jumped. I've done Theta? I've got Theta? A, there's Theta? Theta? Ellipson, Vega. Theta? Theta? Theta. 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 Yeah. Shout out all the options theory boys. Exactly. <laughs> That's what I was going on. Yeah. What else? Gamma. Gamma. Yes. Uh, Omega. I think we, yeah, we, we did, did that one. Did that one. Yeah. So, so like I said, the Greeks, like, you know, they feel threatened their place in the world. Um, their, their history and their culture is all in the British Museum. Ladies and gentlemen, you heard it here first. Yeah, it's man. the Greeks. It's the Greeks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What, have we, what do we have the Greeks to thank? Uh, I am genuinely, genuinely exhausted what are we gonna do for small talk when we don't have covid to talk about anymore uh, like can you imagine if you tot it up all of the times or all of the minutes you spent like small talking mm, over covid in the last mm. couple of years what are we gonna go to next i was done with weather so i was kind of happy when covid came along but Finally, now i'm done with covid yeah, what's next you have to figure out some sort of social interaction strategies it's tough we should go for what's your favorite search on pornhub we're gonna get we're gonna get on that later now you lot all said that Ed Miliband was moist. Mm -hmm. and, he, and he is. That, that's still right. You all said that Jeremy Corbyn was too radical. Yeah. Some in the room. Too anti-Semitic. Some, 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 some even said he was a bit too wily. Um, <laughs> you lot still say that Keir Starmer is dead. A wet wipe. <laughs> a wet wipe. Put it in a t-shirt. Oh, that's right. They already have. A Tory agent. You all said that this mumbling buffoon with the fucking blonde mane of hair what yeah, was what we needed. He was charming. Ooh. And when I say you, I mean we, right? <laughs> because ultimately, I mean us as a public. We have to take our wins together politically and we have to take our L's together. I'm not taking it. I'm, politically. Not, I'm not owning no, this no, L. No, 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 no. We I own would... this L. We as a people... This is our problem. Fuck that. I Juanito, 
This is our problem. <laughs> the Tories, the Tories are our problem, whether you like it or not. Some bullshit. He lied to you in every single no, way Maurice. possible. The guy was fired from two jobs for life. Manifestos, policies. No. The number of children he, he may reacted. or may not have uh, had. No, so he hasn't lied about that. He hasn't lied about that. He hasn't lied about that because he's just never said what the number is. Oh. Facts. That's different. Facts. Facts. <laughs> he responded terribly late. To COVID, and I'll give him some. I'll give him some rope there. I'll, I'll give him, I'll give him a bit of a blight there because most people fucked it up. But you guys let him win you back time after time after time, especially during COVID because of his groundbreaking vaccination rollout program. President of White Boy Summer, serial Cere- pre- <laughs> Uh President of WBS. Um, he partied while you all had to spend, or some of you rather, mm. had to spend Christmas alone. Mm. I don't know if I've ever actually said what my political leanings are on this podcast. I think you could probably get it, right? Mm. But the whole point of this um, podcast wasn't me, wasn't for me to wear my political leanings on my chest. Um, I'm not into politics of division. I don't think that all Tories are awful. Um, I do. I think the UK needs a centrist left or centrist right mm. um, political party mm-hmm. with sensitivities to both sides, Johnny Viewers. Whether you like it or not, that's my take. Johnny feels threatened because um, all the political conversation is now being taken by Richard Bia. Despite what's going on, we still got Tories and Tory fans just wrong and strong. Still. But thankfully, thankfully, as of Thursday, the 16th of December, mm. it would mm. appear mm. that the wheels mm. are somewhat falling off. We hear it, this kid, and terribly. We report the news. We add crud, we add humor, we add the vibes. Because <laughs> if you don't laugh at some of this shit, you will cry. <laughs> or maybe just thump, little, little <laughs> thump in the chin, yeah? When we report, we try not to steer into the preachy shit, right? Um, but there are some news articles or goings on out there that occur that let you know that actually, for real, besides all the shit that we talk about, there's important change that might be happening. Mm. Um, if you don't know what I'm talking about, please allow me to revert to our resident Shropshire Chronicle political correspondent, Johnny Vivas, because shit went down in the ends last night. Yeah, I, I don't know what the accent is in Shropshire. I was going to do this. Um, I used to play a football. I used to play against a team called Shropshire Lads, and I still don't that, really know where that it Welsh, is. Welsh, isn't it? Something. Is it Shrop? I think it's north. Is it like not, not near like Newcastle? I don't know. I'm, that, a, I'm, a, I'm a metropolitan. You've been elitist. to Shropshire? No, no I'm that's not. Like Shropshire? Hartlepool. Shropshire? How yeah. do you even say I'm it? Gonna, I'm going to guess, 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 guess West Country-ish near Wales. Wales. I can Google. It's do still... they have a beer? I feel I've seen it on a beer Maybe. bottle. I actually don't want to know. I'm a, I'm, a, I'm a North London metropolitan elitist. I don't care about okay. Shropshire. That's my bet. But oh, I did see it was quite funny. It was on the same quiz that I was doing earlier. West um, Midlands. West Midlands. Bordered by Wales. Boom. To the west and English countries of Cheshire do, to the north. Do they north. have a beer? I feel I've seen it on a glass. See, a look, beer I'm, glass I'm, I may have even of, stolen from a pub. I'm a man of the country. I got that right. <laughs> why, why is it with women and... Um, is glasses? It, stealing no, what, them? Yes. Can, can yeah. we have a conversation about that? <laughs> what about stealing pub glasses? What is it, what's um, what's Win, Win, Winona Ryder's uh, disorder? Is it ne- it's not Kleptomania? Ne- kleptomania. I was going to say not necrophilia. That I know really anything. What is it about women and kleptomania? It's a challenge, you know, and when you succeed in overcoming that challenge, whether that is a New Year's diet or not drinking 
or stealing uh, large pint glasses, you, you feel a... like a success. It's good for your low and fragile self-esteem. All right, all right. so run me through the psychology, right? You see, you're, you're yeah. at a pub and you're having a good time and then you order like, I don't know, a Shropshire Pale Ale. Indeed. And then you see this nice little glass and you're like, hmm, nice I'm all glass. About it. Then what? Shropshire What's the process Ale. in your mind? Then what? I'm thinking, I wonder if anyone will notice if I take this and if they don't, you feel like a success. Yeah. In yeah. life. Why have you thought of glasses before? Oh, yeah. yeah What's wrong with you guys? Johnny Shropshire Correspondent Fevers. Do yeah. you agree? Yeah, no, thieving from um, private uh, enterprise yeah, always is, feels so well, well, it's also socialist. It's also the best way to dismantle the patriarchy. Like, <laughs> yes, um, that's the underlying motive behind all my actions. Jermaine Greer wrote about this, right? Like, feminist, feminist ideology means that you should definitely steal shit from men. That's, okay. that's what's up. Like, all right. it's definitely the best way to do it. All right, problem um, solved. I'm pro, I'm pro women, bro. I steal glasses. Like, I thought you were going to say I'm pro stealing pubs. I'm pro pub stealing, glasses. bro. I steal women. Like, <laughs> Um, but um, yeah, I was doing the quiz of the week this week, right? Fucking Again. no, this, these quizzes. Olga, please. I love a quiz. Please, can you, why quiz. are you quizzing so much? I love a quiz. So the PM warned of a tidal wave of what this week? A, political scandals. B, inflation. C, unemployment. Or four, Omicron infections. And it was quite funny because the answer could be any of could them. Could be all of them. Could all of the above, them, right? right? Could be all of them. And that is why the boy Boris has got slapped in this North Shropshire by election now to put this in context mm. of how fucking jokes this is yeah mm. the tories have literally never lost this seat it 200 years mm. it became a seat it became a seat in 1832 to the put tide context, is turning to put into context how long ago 1832 is yeah um slavery was only abolished in britain in 1834 okay uh, and queen victoria some took, would say it's still ongoing but carry on queen victoria Facts. queen victoria Facts. took the throne five years after this seat was created in 1837. Oh, wow. It has been Tory for that long. It's been Tory for that long. Five years before Spain recognized Mexican independence, et cetera, et cetera. So their majority was 22,000. Okay. Uh, and they've lost it by 6,000, which is a pretty comfortable win. Like, to the Lib Dems. Yeah. They've, they've lost to the Lib Dems, which is like, it's like Drake losing a BET award to Panic at the Disco. Like, mm. how... That's rude. How, they how got slapped. I think Drake fans may be offended. Uh, panic at the disco. Panic fans. Yeah, Drake yeah. being an analogy for conservatives. Come on. <laughs> that well, too. But the point, the, point that is, too. the point is that Drake should be an election winning machine at the BETs. Point. Panic at the disco should not Fair. have a chance. Half of Drake should be Half of, yeah. <laughs> a shoe in at the BETs. But none of Panic at the Disco. You, and that's the point it, about the yeah, Lib Dems. Yeah. They have not been relevant for the last 10 fucking years. Yeah. They had some bangers, but mm. no one's heard from them for 10 years. And yet they're still cleaning up on the tour. This is the second win the Lib Dems have got this year against them, right? They took Shit. Cheshire and Amersham. Um, they've taken this one as well. Shout out Keir Starmer, who can't even win a fucking by-election against a party that's- He's done it again. Fuck the virus. Keir Starmer stays catching strays. Had been having parties whilst fucking the virus. Keir Starmer still can't beat these guys. Anyway- um, stupid ears. Stupid so it, it's it's bants, it's bants, and it, what's also bants is that it brings into question other seats, other marginal seats like Dominic. Is this going to be a domino effect? Is it all going to happen well, it could elsewhere? Be, right? But it's indicative of a future of a future voting pattern. So Labour aren't particularly good at taking seats off the Conservatives. Plenty of recent evidence to suggest that if it's red versus blue, blue tends to come out on top. But where it's, where it's blue v orange, mm. right, and you have a non far left opposition to the Conservative Party, it gives people an excuse to vote against Wait, Conservatives. a Lib Dem's orange? Yeah. I thought they were yellow. Mm. No, that's the S&P. Oh, shit. 
carry on. <laughs> Just uh, a small, small little difference. Basically, no what this, basically the way this country works. Um, they they need a reasonable excuse not to vote conservative. The default is going to be to vote conservative, right? Which is why the only reason that Labour ever wins is when you get people like Clement Attlee or Tony Blair. There was a reason why I thought they were yellow. <laughs> There's a yellow bird on the right. Yeah, carry on. Right. Yeah. Carry, please carry on. Sorry, right. it's just the way my mind works. This country needs a reason not to vote conservative unless it's compelling. They will. They will just vote conservative, right? Yeah. So where you had Labour under Corbyn that was too far to the left, they wouldn't go for it. Even Miliband was too far left, they wouldn't go for it. But where you have a reasonable opposition that isn't wonky... Too far left, but more moderate. If the conservatives are fucking up, they will go for it, right? And it's happened mm. in Cheshire and Amersham, it's happened here. Happened in Batley and Spen, the one that Labour just about managed to hold on to, which used to be a very safe seat. But there was a non-Corbynite pro-Starmer... Uh, candidate that won and just about got over the line, right? So it, it gives cause for optimism, not because Starmer's any fucking good at his job, but because it means that if Labour get tactical at the next general election, uh, they can basically tell constituents... When to, is the next general election? It's meant to be in 2024. I think it will probably be towards the end of next year. Um, because Boris is going to call it because he thinks he has a chance of Boris winning Boris is it. out. We'll, mm. we'll get into this. But what, Boris, yeah, I don't know why they would call it next year. Because there'll be a new leader and a new leader swing for conference next season. I'll get there. I'll get there, right? Um, but um, if Starmer can basically convince voters in, well, if the party can convince voters to tactically vote against Conservatives in Lib Dem marginal seats, then it means that there is a route to getting the Conservatives out of power. And that gives Labour hope for minority government. If Keir Starmer is able to do that. If, yeah, I mean, it, well, it can't be Do him you have confidence he, in him, Johnny? No, Davis. absolutely not. Obviously, he's fucking wet wipe, but... Um, it's just rude. The, they can never really tell people not to vote Labour because they have to pretend that they're still a national party. But there are ways you can send that message across to people, right? So um, what does this mean for Boris, et cetera, et cetera? Well, Boris's appeal, right? I know we joked about the blonde hair, et cetera, et cetera. Boris's appeal was that he's an election winner. Yeah. Mm. Right? He got Brexit done. Yep. And he very prolific baby-making machine. Won, yeah, the, yeah. won the biggest majority since that. Is joke. that sexy? I think maybe subconsciously, I think so. Subconsciously, I know we don't like to say it out loud, but I'm sure a high fecundity, can I get a little... Fecundity. I am improving the vocabulary wait, 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 of this wait, wait. podcast. I've never heard that word in my life. Fecundity, also game. known as fertility. Very good. Very good. Very good. Johnny's Very getting good. hard on with all this vocab. I think subconsciously, uh, a man who is very fertile leads people to assume that he must therefore be very uh, competent in being a politician, which is why when you think about it, someone like someone like Clinton, people didn't automatically hate him when a lot of those things came out. And not just Clinton, but a lot of people, you know, in a lot of the politicians in France, you know, anyway. Uh, so you heard it here first. Mm. Yeah, mm. I mean, I'd vote. Slinging dick and making babies. I'd, ba- mm. I'd basically vote is for it. Number one way to become a top politician. <laughs> I'd basically and get vote, all I'd, the honeys. I'd basically vote Woo-hoo. for anyone that got a blowjob in the office. I wouldn't even really need to see the policy platform. Facts. Johnny would just be there, like, voting for them. That's Facts. what Keir Starmer needs to do, maybe. Yeah, yeah. You know? Bill Clinton to was resurrect his image, right? Bill Clinton was a real one, bro. We yeah. <laughs> I'm we've, not sure. we've all thought about it. I'm not, I'm not sure. Let's be honest. I'm not sure Keir Starmer's had sex since Wham released their last album. Fact. Yes. Agreed. Last Christmas. Is that the last I album? I gave you my Probably heart. Probably off the last album. Probably. Yeah. The Probably off the last album. Anyway, yeah. Boris's only appeal is as an election winner. And he's demonstrating an ability to not be that effective at it now. Right. There was also an election in Old Bexley and Sidcup a few weeks ago. 
Um, majority was cut there. Half um, of these places I haven't even heard of. Like yeah, they have elections. That's that's closer than Shropshire. Down the road, okay. yeah. Bexley and Sitcup. Anyway, point is that this seat, interestingly, the thing that really kind of sparked my attention to it was that this was a very, very leave voting seat. Ah. Right? And they've voted for a party that basically said they wanted to revoke Brexit at the last general mm. election, right? The Brexit party didn't perform well here at all. Okay. Which means more widely than being pissed off at Boris, it seems like this constituency at least is getting tired of this whole far right shtick mm. of letting the country fall to shit in the mm -hmm. name of liberty or whatever, right? You get more moronic far right conservative MPs. One comes out and said, oh, we're not a papers, please Nazi state. And then another one comes out and says, we're turning into a socialist country. But they can't decide whether we're fucking communists or the fourth Reich, right? This lack mm. of competency is starting to feed through. When you combine that with a disregard for the severity of the uh, situation the country's in by having parties in Downing Street, that is toxic. So you've already seen the um, uh, the leadership campaign begin. Rishi Sunak's gone missing for the last two weeks. No mm. from Drinking him. organic kale smoothies in, in California. In the United States of in, America. In Palm Angels oh. sliders. That's what's up. Dishy Rishi. Mm -hmm. uh, Liz Truss is taking her royal photos. Sajid Javid is starting to praise scientists on Twitter. I think we're seeing the beginning of the end. Now to wrap this up, they can't get you. The conservatives will not fire a leader in the crisis because it's bad imaging. They'll let him survive this. I think he goes in the spring. I've already said in this podcast, he won't make next Christmas. He definitely won't make next Christmas. I think he goes in the spring. There's a new leader for the uh, conference season and then towards the end of next year. Uh, new leader for the conservatives, election. you that's, mean? Yeah. That's one of your predictions for the new year. That's one of them, yeah. He thought it well, was a weird... I entered segment. this room with one whole brain cell <laughs> on crutches and I feel like half of that has already been demolished by the intellectual talk from Johnny Sorry. Vivas. I love it. I love it. The politics. No, I feel more smart as a result of this conversation. A lot of people say that about our yeah. podcast. I don't know if you realize, like, we really totally. bring that shot. We bring that fire. Yeah. I told you we bring the fire. We really, we really bring the fire. I love it. Fuck so, his armor. <laughs> is, okay, so who's going to win the next election then? Oh, Sean, the Conservatives will still win. Sean Bailey. Sean Bailey. Can you, how bad is it? The one, the one <laughs> guy actually tinned from the Tories. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. Bam, can I, can I just, Bailey. can I say something? Like, I know there was a lot that was said about, like, Sean Bailey's party and it was obviously, Trevor Nelson's party. Very, very, yeah, and it was very, very bad that he did it and stuff. And the fact that like Nick Candy, that property developer, was there partying around is obviously yeah. um, another example of just how corrupt things get. But I was looking at a picture of that party and honestly, I saw a bit of myself in that picture. Full of white people who are You know how many rich? times I've been in that situation where I'm just like the only darkie just surrounded by people I'm really having to force myself to get along with and they're wearing like Christmas jumpers and I'm having to talk about things like Alan Partridge and shit that I don't like. Are you anti-Christmas jumpers? This is that what you took from what I just said? Yeah, is that what you... <laughs> <laughs> is that what you took from what I just... <laughs> just the Christmas jumpers? I mean, if you hate white people... I mean, I, was, I, I took just, Alan Partridge I mean, away I from was, that, I was, but just, okay. I was just opening up. This is supposed to be a safe space. This is supposed to be a safe space. I saw a bit of myself in Sean Bailey. He was like doing his like black boy trying to remain safe smile, you know, when you're surrounded... <laughs> when you're the so, get when, out smile. Yeah, yeah, the get out <laughs> smile. Like You're just surrounded by people who look nothing like you. Um, but he chose to be conservative, so like it's kind of his own fault. Yeah, Shout out him and shout out Kemi doing bits for the blacks. It's kind of bleak, isn't it? Look, man, I'm not necessarily all that hopeful for a turnaround in politics. I think the Tories are here to stay for a bit. Yeah, I agree uh, with that. They're winning the next one. I think, I think, I think Labour need a name change um, as well. They need more spice, some personality, but you a know, a baby-making machine like Boris Johnson. They need David Miliband and a name change is what they need. I'm not sure David Miliband works, but I, like, I'll run. 
I'll, if they ask me, I'll run. I'll I literally, it. mate, you're I'll my boy. You heard you're it my here boy. first, Johnny Vivas. Like, he's my boy, and I Ready love him. for some politicking? I would never vote for him. He's wow. my boy. I would never vote for Why him. Why would you not vote for me? You'd be, you'd suck as a politician. I'd, I'd vote you for you. I'd Thank vote you. for you. Why are you yeah. saying that? I appreciate. But I've you. had three glasses of wine, so yeah, you why know. Are you saying that? That's 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 actually part of my give me, uh, healthcare give me policy. Your, give me your like number one support British business. Then I totally will vote for you. It is good idea. Support British business. I'm I'm pro British vineyards. More vineyard, more politicking. I agree. What? <laughs> <laughs> 2021 is done by the time you are listening to this actually 2021 will still be here but yeah. um but yeah after that <laughs> 2021 will be done i actually want to reflect upon the year it's been a crazy year in life mm. for all of us mm. some people have found new vocations some people have become comic prospects mm. Is he talking about Johnny? Is he talking about Olga? Ooh, Johnny tough is, choice. Johnny is answer. not funny. I'm already an established comedian, so <laughs> he's not funny. I would never come to your stand up. I'd never. You wouldn't vote, vote for, for me. You, you don't come to my stand up. No. Wow, what guys. Kind of, what kind of boy are you? And bro? you need to wear cleaner Air Force Ones. What you? Since we're on smoke. Um, <laughs> just, just slander. Yeah, no, sorry. Um, You're breaking but, his low and fragile self-esteem. But I, he does it. We need it to for, build him up after you break him down. He's done it to okay. me for thirty okay. episodes. It's giving. It's my I love a bit of abuse, guys. It's great. It's not abuse. It's banter. <laughs> it's banter. Um, <laughs> banter. I, I actually want to reflect upon some of our favorite moments for the year. Yes, let oh. us reflect. <laughs> yeah, just carry on the accent for the foreseeable. <laughs> just for okay, now. I will continue speak like this. Johnny. Yeah. Run me through some of your biggest, best, favorite, most amazing moments of 2021. News, personal, whatever it may be. So so I put a list together of all the maddest shit that happened. We just need to, mate. List. Why is he coming with a list? Why are you just coming list. with lists, bruv? Just keep it. List. Just keep it sharp. No. So, I find so, your notebook incredibly triggering. Like Yeah, that's, <laughs> that sounds like a personal problem. Um, so just to recap very quickly what happened this year in brief. All right. Uh, the Trump Capitol riots, NASA <clears throat> got to Mars, <clears throat> Kanye and Kim divorced, yep. GameStop. Alleged. Uh, the Suez ship that got stuck. Boring. DMX and Prince Philip died. Rest in peace. The Sarah Everard mad thing. Rest in peace. Uh, Ellen DeGeneres got cancelled. Don't know. Bill Cosby got freed. My G. Uh, Nicki Minaj's cousin. Did I say my, you say Bill Cosby? Yeah. I said my G. Retract, retract, retract. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> that's gonna be edit a clip that's gonna be a clip for IG <laughs> boom I, I thought you were saying Clinton sorry <laughs> no, no, carry no, no, no. on uh, Nicki Minaj's cousin's balls blew up um, Afghanistan R. Kelly got done Alec Baldwin shot someone Yikes. Britney got freed yes uh, there was the Super League Israel yeah. Palestine kicked off Euro mm-hmm. 2020 was bleak yep. the Haitian president got shot Jeff yep. Bezos went to space uh, Einstein's theory of relativity was proved the first ever malaria vaccine Barbados became a republic Various Woo-hoo! Tory fuckers. Was that the accent? Barbados. That's the, that's the meme, isn't it? You're, you're not in Britain. Oh. You're in Barbados. Is, is, tw- is that a Twitter thing? Again? It is very good. Um, various Tory fuckeries, uh, and the country uh, finally gave up on the Tories, is what I noted here. So, my top two. In Shropshire only, apparently. Well, and, and a couple other places, um, as the Lib Dems keep proving. Um, I think my top. So, I got my top two, and I was, I was stuck on number three. I've just got two, to be honest. Okay, all right. So so number two for me was Afghanistan. I mean, that was pretty big. That's your favorite moment. No, it's not my favorite. It was the most important. The brief was most important. Was it? Yeah. Okay. For the Here's folks the listening at home, we're talking about like the biggest news items right. for not, us. Right, not okay, favorite. Fine, the biggest fine. one, right? You, look, you have the floor. Uh, I think the most important news story of this year, genuinely, um, was the first malaria vaccine being found. 
Oh, wow. I think that's the biggest win. I think that's Unexpected the biggest win for, answer from for, for humanity. It seemed to not really get that much attention. I don't either. feel like we Indeed. covered that on a pod this year. Yeah, I think no, it was you between didn't. a cycle. Uh, oh. It was between a cycle. But like, fucking hell, you can save millions and millions of people. And in a world that's basically surrounded by dog shit news, happy days. They can but cure malaria, malaria is controllable, right? Like if you go to Nigeria, like you just take a couple tablets there and when you come back, you take some more, right? It's if you have access to them, sure. If you live in a city, sure. But malaria doesn't kill people who live in developed parts of country yeah but if you're like even if you're going to like nigeria for example you could get access to this shit right you take the pill here do you over there as well if you are in a city you can get access to a pharmacy in a city if you live in the country yeah, but, co- but, village, co- but covid tells us that, that, that that's not really like as simple as it gets right like vaccinations don't necessarily mean anything at all if the distribution of power the distribution of wealth isn't where it needs to be i right? agree i agree so who needs to take responsibility but but yeah, for me, it's, it's big the biggest though. good story of the year it's was big. the uh, malaria vaccine. Oh, it has to be a good story? Damn. It doesn't have to be a good it's, story. It literally could be anything you want. Thank God. What are yours? I feel like Johnny totally outdid the homework here. He no, came I'm going to bring whole, it down in the brow. A whole list. In the, in Can we lower the standards, please? Pun intended. I'm, I'm going to bring it down in the brow. Bring the, uh, bring the microblading <laughs> level down. Uh, so I feel like Johnny You see the top level humour We're bringing <laughs> I, and, and the fucking comic Isn't even laughing What rattled. the fuck like, oh, It's going well, way over her head totally, yeah, exactly. totally intimidated Intimidated yeah, sorry, is what I am God, What have you got? Um, I think um, You covered a lot of points there Yeah So uh, actually I think Maybe we could discuss The fact that um, Donald Trump Was actually kicked off Twitter mm. And That's a sad day. That's a very sad what, day. What this means for the wider discourse and where media in general is heading. And we've already kind of seen it. Hopefully. Yeah. There's a great deal of kind of uh, bipolarization of the media. You're either sticking to the left type of media news outlets or social media outlets or the right-leaning news or social media right. outlets. And here we are and in the middle, looking around. Indeed, in middle. including all, all <laughs> everybody, you know. So for me, I, I think it's an interesting point because, uh, and initially, I think sometimes when you're speaking to someone who is completely against your viewpoint, my default setting is essentially to shut down. I don't necessarily want to engage with such people. I want to remove myself from them. And maybe it's a reflective of a negative viewpoint because I'm thinking people are how they are. Mm. They will never change. Mm. But uh, a story that I recently came across, uh, and it kind of concerns... Uh, so there's this Twitter handle called Julicious, and there is a church called uh, the Hillsborough Church. Right. Mm. This is a church that is uh, anti-Semitic, anti-gay uh, uh, people, very much anti uh, a lot of other groups. Right. So it, 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 what happened was that this group identified a certain number of Jewish people in New York that they were going to target, so to speak. And one of the women from this group uh, was on Twitter. And this man, who goes by the Twitter link as Julicious, spoke to her I'm via... I'm that. If, if they kill him, I'm taking his handle. Julicious. Yeah. It's a good one. It's like a superhero. They need yeah. a Netflix special about yeah. that. So he spoke to her. He engaged with her. I don't think it has it, a ring to it, to be honest. <laughs> I love it. All right. Delicious. All right, Delicious. Calm down. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> boom. Yeah, you got me. Uh, he spoke to her kind of in a manner that was so relaxed, calm, and content as you would speak if you were a hostage negotiator. And as a result of interacting with her on this platform, even though they had 
two seemingly opposing viewpoints as a result of that discussion. She left the Hillsborough Church. She made her sister leave the Hillsborough Church. And now she's a very big proponent of equality and getting people to be very kind of uh, uh, open-minded and not racist. So what you're saying is... Maybe we should all be on the same platform to encourage that discourse, a discourse I myself don't know if I have the confidence to have. So what you're saying is Jack Dorsey just needed to give Donald Trump a little buzz so they could have a little walk in the park. A, a bit of ayahuasca. Look, look. I don't know, you know, a bit of mother ayahuasca. I bet that's how he does it. No, come on. I'm not going to lie. With that beard. I'm not going to lie. With that beard. Donald Trump, I'm not even on Twitter like that, but Donald Trump not being on Twitter, meaning that I don't have to receive all these fucking snapshots of his shit takes has been a very peaceful part of 2020. For mm. me. Long may that continue. Mm. I'll say it, it because it was about. It wasn't just about his opposing views. It was about the shit that he was inciting. Mm. Yeah, I, I'd say it immediately became more boring when he was. Removed. Good. I, Get on with life. No. No. <laughs> no. Is that the no, way? Is that type of us versus them mentality? Is that going to lead to a further breakdown of diplomacy? Is mm. it? I'm, I'm just perhaps playing devil's no, advocate no, no. here. I, I see your point. Is it perhaps not better to try to get people to your side of uh, the spectrum or to your viewpoint by having that discourse? And as I said, I am too weak to even have that discourse. I see people like that, and I don't even mm, want to speak mm, to them. Mm, mm, but mm. maybe uh, we need to be more like. Julicious, because in fact, reading that story gave me hope mm. for the future. Yeah. Discourse. This single solitary reason. First this, she says fecundity and then she says discourse. Yeah, boom. Yeah. This girl boom, is boom, just boom. full of big words. It's why this podcast was made. I'm not going to lie. I'm not going to lie. Like I wanted to get as many people onto the podcast as possible with as many differing views as possible. So we could just like listen to each other and talk. You've got, you got two people with strong opinions in myself and Johnny. But ultimately, like, we're not beyond being corrected on any of our views. And I think, to your point, there isn't enough space for discourse. I think the stakes of politics and the, stakes, the, the state of things, rather, make it so that most people aren't necessarily as intellectually advanced in some of the arguments that they take on. Um, so they need the comfort of others who have those similar views. I think the more and more you dig into certain ideologies and the more and more you dig into or just gain more experiences in life. And I know Johnny and the man them don't really like me saying this. You realize as you get older that the truth typically lies somewhere in the middle. Mm. Typically, everything in moderation. Yeah, I joined this podcast to basically live retweet everything Donald Trump says. <laughs> so when they banned him, it really removed a lot of my yeah. content base. But what's your uh, second most Ooh, fire moment? Okay, metaverse. Metaverse, we have to talk I about I still this. don't know what the fuck that is yeah it was quite a hot topic in miami not gonna lie mate yeah it's so look at you jet setter <laughs> back when i was yeah, in miami yeah, yeah. it was, was such so a hot talk okay mr traveler man that was so bad <laughs> when that i was, was so in miami <laughs> tell us johnny vivas because you've been so quiet and so shy and reserved this whole podcast certain uh, certain, certain men are local certain uh certain men can't relate is what it yeah, is yeah yeah no facts uh yeah so this metaverse spiel is, is pretty mad so it's kind of it's it seems to be the natural progression of the whole nft shtick so um you create a virtual world in which you can just market <coughs> shit digitally relentlessly um it's given a reason d'etre for people to buy digital art which really doesn't make any sense in the first place is there ever is there ever been anything that you've tried to understand but because of the way that your brain is yeah you just fucking cannot. Yeah, voting mm. conservative. <laughs> Besides voting conservatives. For me, 
it's basically cryptos, NFT, and now metaverse. It's tough. I know I, exactly I what you can't, mean. I genuinely mm. can't get my head around mm. this as a concept. If anybody's got like YouTube videos that simplifies it for idiots like me, please send my way at Abiade, right? But I just don't get it. Yeah, I think it's quite funny because you know, like Italy's always going bankrupt, right? <laughs> Good segue. Uh, Ooh, come on, we've got a big base in Italy. Yeah. Where is he going? We love you, Italy. Italy's going bankrupt, right? And and people buy like digital fucking chickens and apes for like a hundred grand, right? Can you imagine, like, if they just made a digital token version of the Mona Lisa or all the shit in the Afuzi or all the shit in Venice? Like, they'd never fucking go bankrupt, right? Mm. So no one really needs to understand it. This is just basically another schmuck theory. As long as there's another dickhead who's going to pay more than you for anything. There's a market. There's a market, baby. Done now. There's a market. So just, I don't know, take a fucking picture of some fucking mouse and pretend it's a Banksy and sell it and make mm. two million quid and keep it moving, yeah? Mm, mm, mm. So I guess it's kind of interesting. It's interesting insofar as it gives a dystopian view of the world and that we all live in a virtual space because it seems to be more productive or enjoyable to us than enjoying the Why real world. Why are people world. so like determined to just not live in the real world? It's because that, it sucks. Kind of, yeah. Does it? But what, make, what makes you think that the digital world isn't also going to suck? It's going to fucking suck because mm-hmm. it's not even in good like 3D effect. Yeah, so it without, looks it looks shit. So without getting into like without getting into like the philosophical meaning behind it, the reason I don't like the metaverse is because it's basically it's built on a fallacy, right? The whole NFT and to an extent some of crypto, but definitely the metaverse is it's built around this fallacy of decentralization and that. It's unrealistic. You don't think decentralization is no, obviously not because the two main metaverse projects are being run by Google and Facebook. Mm. Like, how much more fucking centralized could you get? Mm. Right? Mm. Very Mm. matrix-like. We're all going to we're all going to to be centralized under private um, enterprise. But the reason that I don't like it is it a Ponzi scheme? Is NFTs, Bitcoin, all of this digital Mm. decentralization? Ponzi scheme because there is there are genuine there's genuine market for it, right? There are schmucks who pay more than other schmucks. But the reason I don't like the metaverse discourse is because the real world that we live in at least has some kind of state control or state influence over the public uh, space for interaction. And if we are all c- determined to interact in a space that's fundamentally controlled by private corporations who have no discourse, who have no recourse to the public, then it means... Because you think the government does have recourse to the public and is in fact accountable? There's at least a pretense, right? There's at least a pretense. A pretense like, is not really fact, no? No, but to an extent, like... You get anomalies in voting systems like people voting for Trump. Like, that's not something that was meant to happen. Fine, we didn't get enough votes to vote for Corbyn. But these events do happen. Brexit's an example of of the machine breaking down. And that if you get enough people organized whilst the machine's sleeping, then you can vote against the interest of corporations. In the real world, this state influence over the public theater of interaction still has some responsibility to the public to be... Um, not totally extractive or exploitative. If we all live in a public space that's governed solely by non-representative bodies, then we effectively hand over our agency to private interests. And that's dangerous because we have no recourse to what Google or Facebook decide to do in that metaverse. But then that means right now you think Google or Facebook or so on, they are not the government and they do not have such a big control over your lives. Don't you think that there are some people who may disagree and who may in fact think that in fact it is the private interests, these corporations who are controlling the government and therefore us indirectly? Yeah, yeah. So, I'm, so I'm naturally a big believer that there's far too much private corporate lobbying interest um, in the government, both in the US and here, et cetera, et cetera. 
<clears throat> but every now and again, there is something that we can do about it, mm. right? And we can also choose not to participate in that uh, in that private fuckery, right? Whereas in the metaverse, mm. if everything moves towards there, we are beholden to the rules of an entity. We cannot govern ourselves. You seem to be down for some virtual shagging. <laughs> so tell us why you like this meta shit so much. Do you know what? It's, I, I agree with you in that I think I myself don't necessarily understand it or feel it, yeah. but I just feel like, am I, do I have FOMO? Like, is this going to be the next big thing? Yeah. And I kind of oscillate between these two alternative viewpoints. Bitcoin is the future yeah. or the likes of NFTs is the future, yeah. you know, because you read these articles about various corporates buying virtual real estate and how it's exploding. But then a part of me thinks, is this just a Ponzi scheme because it is reliant on more and more people joining this belief system? Yeah, and yeah. if more and more people don't join this belief system, then maybe it will fail. Yeah, I agree. Um, I uh, I only have FOMO because I have literally no money in any of these <laughs> things. While it seems like a lot of people are eating and I'm just starving um, on some of these markets. Yeah, it's bleak in Miami. You see these kids just driving around Lamborghinis yeah, it's because wild. they bought a coin at the um, right time. I'm just going to ape in next year. Even though I don't believe I just put all my fucking savings into a coin and YOLO it. How many times Can is someone... Johnny going to mention Miami? Yeah. <clears throat> Do you want to know my favorite two moments? Yes. It? Tell us, Richard Epiade. Oh, go on then. <laughs> there were some great things that happened this year, but boring. Um, my second favorite moment of the year right. was watching Dave Chappelle not getting canceled. Oh, they came close though. Um, after saying space Jews twice. Yes. Um, and what was perceived to be anti-LGBTQIA yeah. rhetoric. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. There, this is a wider win for social discourse and all the things that we've spoken about. And it's Freedom obviously something very dear to my heart, given this podcast. I actually liked um, how my people kind of picked our battle on that one. We were like, Dave, Dave can have the space Jews. Okay. We'll just, we'll just fund the transgender abuse. <laughs> oh, is that what happened on the background? That's okay, cool, cool, That's cool. Very smart. Um, don't need to dwell on that. My number one moment of this year, mainly because I can't remember laughing as much to the point of tears, sending the memes and all of the videos and stuff to friends, Instagram and all this other stuff. Matt Hancocky, man. <laughs> Matt Hancocky losing absolutely everything his job, his family, his reputation just because of a private room frolic. He traded up, bro. He traded up. No, come on, he did. He did. True. Man was gripsing that backside. Front ways, sideways. He was like, look. I don't know if you know about me, Baby yeah, girl. but I am running the health strategy <clears throat> in, the mid, in the midst of a pandemic. Yes. And one of the biggest economies in the world, baby. Yes. Is that turning you on? Let me show you what else I can do. Mm -hmm. I'm the secretary of slaying that ass. That's all I got. That was my single favorite moment of 2021. They're still together as well. So. Yeah, I mean, they, they better fucking be. Have you not seen this video? He's been caught cheating again. What? Matt on her? Crocky, he's been caught cheating again. On yeah. this new Ooh. one? Yeah, 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 With someone else? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So You're some, fucking joking. Some young buck, some young buck uh, was riding through the park. Da -da -da -da, he cycles past. He goes, Matt Hancock, you're my hero. And there's a video of him like holding some girl's hand. Yo. And he cycles look. past. And it's not the same missus. He pulls I his hand away. I do not get the attraction. Well, Don't hate the player. He's, uh, hate he's, the game. He's, he's extremely fertile. What was your Word that you fecundity for? he's very fe fecundish fecundity okay too much he sprays sperm all over the gaff <laughs> boom yeah? 
Technical term from Johnny Vivas. He's a, he's a sprayer. Uh, and so, so he's, he's, he's getting it in. Big shout out, man, Matt Hancock. He's, he's the king. So we've gone through predictions as well. One of your predictions is Boris is going to be no longer. Olga, do you have anything you think is going to pop off in 2022 that people should get ahead of, potentially try and make some money off, be prepared for? I think, I mean, I don't want to be like the negative Nelly in this podcast because I know that's Johnny's job. Correct. Um, so mm, going down, down, baby. Oh, three little Range Rover. She said Nelly, sorry. I think, I think um, uh, because of the printing of the money everywhere we've seen around the world, including in America, uh, UK, and so on, it's probably going to be high inflation. And I would say some sort of recession, maybe depression next year. Just economy is probably not going to be that great. But on the plus side, I think we're going to learn to live with the C word by summer. And it's going to just become a regular thing. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I got half of that. I I put on my list, society finally gives up on COVID. Uh, And either we get- I love giving up. It feels so good. So do I. Uh, So we either get protests or acceptance. Uh, Acceptance. My uh, pessimist Percy uh, thing for the year <laughs> is just uh, negative one, Nelly, really? pessimist Percy. Well, I was just going to try and keep going. Yeah. I think uh, China moves to invade Taiwan next year. Ooh, rogue. That's my thing. Yeah. Oh, so I think like the I think like, I think like the Russian moving into Ukraine thing is pretty inevitable at this point. Um, but China making its move on Taiwan finally comes after America does nothing about Russia walking into Ukraine. Um, and so that's, that's my big, um, my big main, which part of the year, year. end of the year, July, June, or I think, I think they'll wait to see what happens if, and when Russia move into Ukraine. Yeah. My prediction is along the lines of politics. I think there's going to be a massive, massive change to the presidential situation in the States. Ooh, next year. So before the actual election. 2022 is going to be a big year for the US in terms of midterms, midterms next presidency. Well, midterms, Republicans, I think are going to dominate in midterms. I think away from the uh, elections, there's going to be something which affects Joe Biden's abilities to continue. I mean, he, ha- he has effectively no ability to continue at present. Um, but yeah, that's my take on is that. Is Kamala going to take over? Is that what you're saying, Mr. Richard? I hope so. I, I want to see more of her on the TV because mm. I, I, I very Not much just enjoy TV, just really. looking at her. Mm. Uh, I've also got that the um, Saudi Royal Army invade Birmingham after Aston Villa relegate Newcastle. Hmm. Yeah, uh, yeah, on the yeah, list. yeah, yeah, yeah. So that'll yeah. be fun. That's definitely going to happen as well, that'll to be, be fair. Fun. Oh, my Apple Watch is telling me it's time to stand. That's really fucking annoying, yeah, by that's the way. Dry, dry can you turn that off? Yeah, we, uh, I'm not sure we can, you know. So And annoying. when it tells you about your exercise rings, it's Don't tell me to well. stand up. Fancy schmancy people on yeah, their Apple Watch. It's annoying, Look though. Like, I bought this for the right reasons, and it's really actually, I think this thing's going to actually save my life because it's, it's, they do send you the necessary cues to get your shit together, and like the running thing is good. But don't tell me when to stand. You're Can we get a watch. sponsorship deal from Apple? Let's keep. They don't like, give sponsorships out to anybody. No, we, we're still waiting man. for Uniqlo. Uniqlo will come through. They need to holler. So my final prediction of the year is that uh, T set blows up and we're manifesting a Spotify contract. We are manif. If they can afford us, That's baby. Ooh. They've been spending a lot of money on podcasts. I don't know if they got some change left, but to, all of the other check. places, all the other places, even way. if it's a little like you know BBC Three and they give us a little segment. You know, at a certain time of the oh, week. I'll we'll take that. I'll take that. Yeah, we'll take that. I'll take that. You will never own my IP. If you're listening, I repeat, you will never own my IP. We will have a shared agreement where you license our product. Listen, you will listen. never own the IP. Don't listen, don't listen to him. Let's negotiate. <laughs> <laughs> Let's talk. Let's talk. Let's just get um, on the table. I have been looking forward to this particular section. <laughs> yes. For a while. 
it came in as a very late 11th hour addition to today's agenda. Yes. Our friends, now hear me out, listeners. Our friends at pornhub.com. Mm-hmm. Did you see how he brought his voice broke when he was just saying the name of the website? Suspense. <laughs> <laughs> I like, don't know how to say it. <laughs> <laughs> have, um, have released their annual statistics. That's right. Statistics. Their analytics. That's right. Analytics. Their data. Their data. And we're going to break it down. Oh, yeah. I love this podcast so much. I'm not going to lie. I love yeah. this podcast so much. Yeah. Guys, that- it's going to get a little too intellectual right now with the Pornhub data. Yeah. So I'm more of a red tube guy, but I uh, decided to go through Pornhub. Why red tube? Why red tube versus Pornhub? Uh, just like, uh, I like the layout. Man. Um, but but I've, I've collected quite a lot of data here, so I'm kind of just going to breeze through it. Uh, Pornhub released their top 10 searches that define 2021. In at number eight was the word goth. Uh, which grew 283%, averaging 5 million searches a month. Pretty fucking weird. Uh, the top five, uh, number five was the word swapping, uh, which is up 170%. Wait, wait, wait. Swapping. Yeah. What's the context for that? Uh, mm. Swinger and swinging um, trended in the summer and was up 127%. I don't know if I've ever watched swinger porn. Uh, cuckold was up 168 You're just going to release data. You're not going to engage, right? You're not going to let us know well, what you you're into. You let me finish the point and then we can discuss it, right? Uh, and cheating was up 93%. <laughs> oh, saucy. That was number five. People have been living out external fantasies as per the last no, relationship no, you, advice you, segment that we had. Yeah, no, no. You just run through the list and let's not interact Please, with it. Yes. Uh, we don't want to disturb you, Probably Johnny. would have forgotten what's on the list by the, the time he's finished it. But what do Johnny I Beaver's know about... Show. Yeah, what do I know about podcasting? You just run through the list, buddy. Number four <laughs> was the word fitness, which is quite weird. And number three is group sex. Now, the last two, the last two, the top two on the searches section are quite contradictory and kind of threw me out a little bit. So runner-up this year uh, was the word romance. Ah. Romance and romantic. Um, doubled um, in search with the I word like passionate. That. Romance and I like that. With the word passionate going up 139%. That's good. In searches. That's what porn was supposed to be. Yeah. Is yeah, that yeah, because yeah. passion and romance are missing yeah. from Maybe. the lives of yeah. our yeah. listeners Maybe. and people everyone around al- the world? People need alternatives, mm. Olga Braga. People want comfort. They need alternatives. Mm. Everything you mm. see on these sites is just like very, very rapey, violent. Mm. It's just disproportionately steered towards mm. one side of the sexual spectrum is yeah. is this a trend that is different to the past have in the past we also seen terms such as romantic or was it more like hard violent recent anal? Growth. i don't know i would imagine recent it's growth. recent growth mm. recent growth so the number one search this year on a similarly wholesome vibe uh, was hentai that's, that's cartoons right that's japanese cartoon porn yeah you I sick could never, fucks niche, i could never niche. back that i you could sick fucks. never back it that was literally the number one search term worldwide can you imagine <laughs> and could also you imagine self-pleasing category. to yeah. some like diversity people are opening up to other cultures yeah. <laughs> yeah. other <laughs> cultural values it's, it's a sure. gateway porn yeah so the, so the, mo- the top three most searched terms were third lesbian second japanese number one hentai most uh, popular categories of video watched overall. Uh, number three is Ebony, driven by US and Africa. Don't know. Second is uh, Lesbian, driven by Europe, lesbian Canada and North Africa. Dead. It's always been dead. Uh, and the most popular porn category uh, was Japanese porn, uh, driven by East Asia, Saudi Arabia and the UAE. Interesting. Hang on a second. On a second. How do you drive? Do they use mad VPNs? Because I'll never forget the time where I was in Dubai, right? And I... I'm trying not to give too much away, right? Just but give it away. Let's just say that they locked off 
my, my attempts at pleasure. Right. My attempts at enjoyment. They were off, I went so on to certain sites. Yeah. I went on to certain sites and they locked it off. There was there was no way in. You so I don't know how they're now driving traffic towards hentai from the UAE and Saudi Arabia. Yeah. So, well, I no, so is, hen- it, is it VPNs? So the, the, the countries with the highest proportion of hentai searches were actually Russia, Brazil, Chile and Bolivia. Interesting. Man. Yeah. Yeah, so the uh, we've got the, the, the most searched porn stars. Uh, number five, Mia Malkova. Number four, Riley Reed. Number three, Eva Elfie. Number two, what? who is also number... These two are the top two for men and women. Uh, and Abella, women. Yeah, mm. Abella Danger and Lana Rhodes. Lana Man, Rhodes, who are these? Yeah. Who are these people? Uh, shout out Mia Khalifa, Don't who know. came in at number seven. Doesn't even make porn anymore. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Still she came had a in short, at number seven. She had a short well, stint. neither does Lana Rhodes. Uh, I think she quit oh, really? a while she quit ago. As well. Oh, we got yeah. seasoned vets in the house. That's, uh, that's, a, that's a shame. Um, <laughs> there were some bizarre um, quirks of the US map. This is made my favorite mini segment of this segment. Number one category in California, Asian. Number one category in Texas. Gun porn. Thick Latina, uh, which I With think is maybe a sign of voting changes going forward. <laughs> it gets a bit weird from here. Shout out to Louisiana, whose top term was simply naked women. I mean, that's a start for porn. Things, things got weird in Arkansas. Going to the basics, Whoa, Wait, wait, wait. You know? Can we unpack that? Yeah. <laughs> Just naked women. What yeah. are the, what, in what Louisiana. Are, what Just, are the algos throwing up to them? When they land on Pornhub.com, that makes them say, "Actually, no, there's too many clothes." No, so this is like you load up the website. There's and too then many you clothes search, yeah. here. You search. Get that g-string off. Too but that's much. my point. That's my point, right? Yeah. Why would you need to go to naked women as a search? Yeah, yeah, anyway, it's pretty weird. So it gets weirder. On. It gets weirder. Uh, Arkansas's top search term was the word "divorced." Wow, huh? divorced Niche. porn. <laughs> yep. Uh, North Carolina's most searched term was "penis pump," which is very fucking weird. And quite cute, but also very sus. Uh, Alaska's top term was just morning sex. Hmm. Specifically. And Johnny, you've listed all these items, all these statistics, all this data. If you had to analyze and do some sort of interpretation, how would you interpret this data? Yeah, we've got more data to get through. So we get Uh, to the interpretation bit. Yes, I love me some more data. We'll uh, we'll get to the interpretation bit uh, in a bit. The average duration decreased in time this year. People are getting their shit off quicker. Uh, down 29 seconds. The average Pornhub visit, have a guess. How Wait, long can is the you average... stop rushing through these stats? What was that stat? How, how quick? I'm asking you, how long do you think is the average Pornhub visit? 23 seconds? Isn't that what you... No, you it's down just... 23 seconds. Uh-huh. Down, I mean, down 29 by, seconds. by the time you've like loaded up all your things, because right. I'm a multi-vid guy. Multi-tab viewer, obviously. Yeah, I'm a multi-tab Multi-tab, guy. okay. Yeah. Multi-tab. Is that because you... Do you schedule it? Do you think, okay, now I'm going to start off with this, then move on to that no, and just, finish with I just that? think when, when you are pursuing enjoyment, you want to maximize the enjoyment. So what I do is isn't just isn't actually just a multi-tab situation. It's a it's a multi-window situation. I get the windows and I minimize the window frames to whereby I have about four on the screen at once. And then Johnny, carry on. The average duration of visits to Pornhub. Uh, is nine minutes and 55 seconds. Yeah, okay. that's too long to me, to be honest. Yeah. Philip- yeah, it does feel a bit Philippines, long, yeah. who are going to get a few shout outs as we go through this. <laughs> the Philippines. Oh, Philippines. Philippines, the longest. Out. How many listeners do we have there? I We're going to hopefully get some more. Um, the longest few. lasting country with 11 minutes and 31 seconds. Longest lasting. Visit. Yeah, Britain. <laughs> Yo, porn have a wild. Britain, <laughs> uh, Britain was sixth. We're a nine minute 52 country. Okay. Um, respect, respect. Female visitors. And this is actually the words they used. Came and went uh, 14 seconds faster than men on average. Okay. How do you feel about this, Olga Braga? Interesting. interesting, interesting. 
Do you know what? Um, I feel like for me, <laughs> porn is such an undertaking. You know, oh. like you have to find. First of all, you need to have a, so, so many steps involved. Yeah. You need a device. Yep. Okay. Correct. You need to choose the right website. Yep. Yes. For Johnny, we know it's, what is it, RedTube? Well, I'm really a Pornhub lawless. Okay, it was a bit, Pornhub. But. You know, so many choices. So the right website, step three. <laughs> step four, the right video, the right topic. Step five, you need to play it. What if you don't like the visual? What if you don't like one of the actors? What if one of those lines throws you off? Oh, correct. You can get thrown whereas, off at any point. Yeah. yeah, yeah whereas yeah. with me. It's a real thin line. One step, close my eyes, oh, you're a and visualizer. I see or hear whatever, and most importantly, whomever, mm. whoever I want. Okay. One step, one second, instead of so many steps. I'm you know, a, I'm not a visualizer enjoyment guy. I, I can't. I can't you're do sound. The you need I, more I, of a I sound. I need visual thing? aids. I can't like imagine it. Oh yeah, no. Sorry, that's what I meant. I'm a visualization guy in a sense. I need to, I see, need to, I need to see, see it. I can't just like close my eyes and imagine. Some guys have a visual wank bank. I'm not that yeah, guy. Yeah, I'm not that guy. I'm not that guy. No, 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 no. So I've actually got a lady section here. Oh, yes. Ah. Okay. Um, More data. This is yes. an actual segment. I wasn't yeah. expecting this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, so 35% of visitors to Pornhub are women, which is up 5% from you last year. You up your game. Uh, 31% You can't of say we're all shit and only be on these sites 35% of the time. <laughs> yeah. Fucking hell, make it make sense. 30, uh, 31% <laughs> of Britain's viewers are women. Um, shout out the Philippines again. Don't know. Who, who, who are the highest leaders. female represented country on Pornhub. 52% of the Philippines Pornhub users are women. The majority. It's the only country in the world that has a majority right. of Pornhub Rodrigo users. Rodrigo Duterte better not find out about Feminist. that shit, bro. Oh, He's going to run wild. Followed by Colombia mm. at 49% and Argentina at 47%. 37% of gay porn on Pornhub is viewed by women. Okay. And mm. the I've most stumbled into a couple of those by accident, yeah. And mm. the uh, most popular categories, number three, MILF. Number two, Japanese. You're just as weird as the blokes. Uh, and lesbian is the number one category for women. Huh. Um, Stop. Is that enjoyable, lesbian porn? Don't make eye contact with me. Why don't you ask Olga? Because you're... Cause I mean, you're I mean, reading can, the stats. So actually, right? we can get it's for into, everybody. So, so you asked that question. <laughs> the term most searched by women globally around around the world. Uh, so the proportionately searched by women uh, globally. Yeah. So number one category is lesbians, right? Oh. The, the term most searched by women. You ask, do women really enjoy it? The most searched term is scissoring. Scissoring, which means hmm. they they specifically they really enjoy yeah, yeah, yeah. watching mm. two women get at it. Mind blown. I, maybe it has something to do with aesthetics, maybe. you know? Maybe, yeah. The female body, I think, and you can it's be wonderful. straight and you can still admire and yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. As, admire respected from an aesthetics point yeah, of view. 100%. Yeah, 100%. Um, moving on to age, um, Gen X's favorite um, categories. Uh, number one, cartoon. Number two, hmm. interracial. Fuck. Metaverse dons. Y'all are weird people. Exactly. Interracial. Metaverse, they said, right? They said interracial. Cartoon and then interracial. Uh, millennials' favorite categories I mean, are Asian and then POV. And Gen Z's... What is POV? Point, point of, of view. view. Okay. So you can just see okay. see it. As if... Bust it. Yep. Gen Z, um, their favorite category is number one, lesbian. Number two, hentai. So this is where a lot of that. Oh, we need to get off the cartoon shit. It's coming. Oh, it gets weirder in that. On I'm going to wrap up on a very, very weird note. Eighty-three uh, percent of porn is consumed on a phone. Fourteen uh, percent on a computer. But you can't do multi-windows. Yeah. I know. I disagree. Jokers. I disagree. Movies and characters. The number one uh, character searched for on Pornhub. Who do you think? What do you mean? Movie character. 
They search for movie characters? A, like a cartoon movie or a real So these movie? are real characters. These are real movie characters, not cartoons. Just Ooh. to see just to see if they've got like pawns. Yeah. Oh, it'll hmm. be like Are we going male think or of, female think or of, just think anyone? of think of uh Halloween dresses. What were girls dressing up as Halloween what? for the last couple of years? The basic white girl costume. Ah, uh, that one, Margot Robbie costume. Correct. Harley Quinn, the most searched mm. movie character, followed by Wonder Woman. Number three, gets a bit weird, number three after Harley Quinn and Wonder Woman, the third most searched movie porn character is Harry Potter. Wow, niche. Very Slinging, niche. Slinging the wand around all over Hogwarts. How do you feel? Uh, Harry Potter, unexpected, surprising. Wonder Woman and Harley Quinn, perhaps. Makes uh, sense. Makes sense. Makes sense. Yeah, both from a female and male So you get cosplay girls who, who do that, right? And then mm-hmm. there's a market to consume that. Harry Potter, who the fuck is Googling... The Prisoner of Azkaban. Um, J.K. Rowling, her influence is far-reaching. Thank it you. never ends. Thank you. The most. This is. I, I promised uh, I was going to end on a weird note. The most. The most searched shows, <laughs> and this wasn't specific to like real shows that it did, but the three most searched shows on Pornhub. Number one, The Simpsons. Huh. Hmm. Number two, Teen Titans, which is fucking sus. But number three... Is that Turtles? Teen Titans? What's Teen no, Titans? No, it's, Turtles? It's kind of like a Ben 10 style show. Oh. Uh, number okay. three, Scooby-Doo. Velma's been getting it in with Shaggy, apparently. Huh. Mazza. Uh, and the final piece of data, there was apparently an inordinate amount of traffic from one IP address in Bow, East London, uh, searching Pretty Patel and House of Commons. <laughs> fetishes that uh, does not surprise me johnny vivas they are yet to find what are your thoughts on that the culprit behind that richard ebiati <laughs> this is getting weird so let's move on <laughs> <laughs> oh, duh. the rest of the details are going to be on the only fans page yeah, of yeah, this exactly. good and terribly yeah, that's my prediction for next year We're Sign up today. exactly all right all right all right olga you said this is your first podcast recording Thanks ever. Thanks for walking you picked, me You picked it. one of the good ones yes. yeah. to jump on. The best. But um, clearly we mentioned only. we mentioned at the start that you are a stand-up comedian. Mm. And, you know, I've mm. known you for many a year. And, you know, I, you know, I, I obviously love you. I always have. Likewise, um, likewise. And... You know, when you when you came out of the blocks, and to be honest, you didn't announce it to your to me at least. Mm. Maybe you didn't announce it to many of your friends. All so of any, a sudden, so we her just real friends. She uh, yeah, maybe, maybe, <laughs> yeah, maybe, maybe, maybe. But um, all of a sudden, we we all started seeing um, you popping up on Instagram in different venues, talking about a uh, a stand up comedian career that you've been carving out. Tell us more. How's that been? Like the mm. transition. What 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 sparked it? How long you been interested in it? And then we can get down to the crud. Has anyone thrown knickers at you? Has anyone thrown a oh, I wish. tomato at you? Like, what's happened? Not yet, you know. Um, so I do a lot of creative writing in my spare time. Mm-hmm. And I say spare time because the day job, I work in tech. So that's what kind of pays the bills for me. Hey. For now. Don't know. Um, Let's manifest it. Manifestation. For now. Did you hear that, Jesus? For Black now. Jesus, did you hear that? Jesus, she said, for help now. me, Jesus. Mm. Deliver us unto the Apollo. Exactly. <laughs> Um, Very good. uh, Of course, during the C word, which I still refuse to say because let's not manifest. Let's unmanifest. Let's unmanifest the C word. Let's send that back to Wuhan. Am I allowed to say that? Send that back to Wuhan? Is that? Yeah, no, that's that's tricky. (laughs) (laughs) That's tricky. I'm going to steal a bunch of these jokes and put them in my routine and I'm not ever going to give you credit. <laughs> well, we, no, we, said, we, said, we said that the, they can't take the IP. So it's all right. Yes, IP. exactly. 
Boom. You stole my idea. Um, so, yeah, I used to do a lot <laughs> of uh, creative writing, and to an extent, I still do, for theater. Yes. Uh, the thing with theater, of course, is because of recent events in the world, it has really been closed mm. and has not been as profitable because not as many audiences are going now, even despite things are even despite the things unopening, so mm. to speak. So I kind of got into comedy because I've always uh, really enjoyed writing. And in a way, it's a, a zero-cost investment. Zero-cost mm. investment to the extent I only need to invest my time. I don't need a literary manager mm. to believe in me mm -hmm. in a particular theater. I don't have gates that I need to push open, which is always uh, the case with a lot of theaters, especially as of late because of this global situation. Mm -hmm. So I thought, let me just write some material and deliver it myself. Mm -hmm. And there is a certain level of meritocracy to it because you're in a pub, people are happy, people are joyous. If they laugh, you automatically get, get that feedback where you know if something is good or not. If they mm. don't laugh, you know it's not good, obviously. Yeah. So I like the level of... What's the worst thing somebody has said to you when it hasn't worked? Ooh, I guess the worst thing is probably silence. Oh, okay. Have you been heckled? Have you been heckled? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I've never been heckled yet. Oh, that's I don't, right. Yeah, I don't... So that must mean you're fucking sick. Like, to be honest, like, I know I've been saying, like, I love Olga, we go way back, but I haven't actually been able to see one of her shows. And shout out Corey Spells, who bailed on me this week, which meant that we could go to her <laughs> show this week. But I'm coming to one of her shows soon. Yeah, so no, not heckled yet, but just silence. And I'll tell you the joke that, that, that uh, inspired that. So I usually try to interact with the audience and I try to find some couples in the audience and then I'll say something like, oh, what's the secret to a happy relationship? Is it cheating? Ha, ha, ha. And I say it almost, of course, in a spontaneous way whereby people think that I am just like saying that phrase for the very first time. Uh, and usually, usually the couple in question is like, ha, 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 that is kind of funny and everybody erupts in laughter. One particular situation, a male in the couple couple looks at me and says no no i'm not a cheater what are you talking i oh, don't cheat shit. and <laughs> that is the first time that and i'm like mm, oh that couple is no longer and, uh, so a I unit he just told him he just told himself yeah what, so what lesson to all of himself. our listeners if uh, you are sitting at home listening to this how can i avoid don't uh, protest too much. Indeed, <laughs> do not get lie. defensive. Die with the Die lie. Die with your lie. Exactly. Do not get defensive, people. It is one sign of weakness if you get <laughs> defensive. Do you understand? I am writing my self-help book right now. That is lesson number one. Do not try to be defensive. So yeah, that was a funny moment. Yeah. But overall, it's been just great because um, it's you just sign up for it and... People, if they see you in an open mic night, if you make people laugh, someone else will invite you to a paid mm. gig, which I have been lucky enough to have recently. And the reason for that is because, as I said, you have an immediate response. Whereas with something like theater, admittedly, I've become increasingly disillusioned with that art form because there's so many roadblocks. And it's a very, dare I say it, elitist art form. Mm. Whereas... Go to a pub, have a drink, laugh at something, mm. or maybe don't, but it's more meritocratic, yeah. dare I say it. Facts. I love it. Um, if I came home as a Nigerian-originated young man and told my mother, yeah, shit ain't working out, I'm going to go do stand-up, she would look at me and say, 
I'm going to pretend this conversation didn't happen. <laughs> How was that for you? Breaking well, it down to the fam. Well, I think because I still have the day job. Yeah. So I'm paying my bills and everything. Yeah. Obviously, comedy doesn't pay. Uh, yeah. It's still okay. Cool. But but how was it for you? Obviously, you're doing a lot of stuff with podcasting. Yeah. Your brother is also has his own podcast. Yeah. Like when you're speaking to your parents, uh, I'm sure I'm, sh- I'm sure not, I'm sure she's not like screaming from the uh, the hilltops when she goes to all these Nigerian auntie, parties uh, and auntie all of her regalia. Yeah, 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 exactly. I'm sure she's not like screaming from the from the from the front of the church. Like my son, they're on podcast. You should listen. <laughs> you should follow them. But I'm this sure will change when you sign contract yeah, with Spotify. Yeah. It yeah, is yeah, okay. Yeah. But if I go home and tell her that's happened, you know what I mean? Then she'd be like, hey, my, my son, son, my son. son. <laughs> Have you heard of Spotify? <laughs> Have you heard of it? It's like radio, but they talk once every two weeks <laughs> you will find him there they talk shit but i love it they talk shit but i love it hey they are making yeah. money yo. they are making money in jesus name. your mom is just like my mom wow yeah. they are i don't the know same. why i did that voice it's actually kind of hurt my throat <coughs> water <coughs> helium voice whiskey this is, uh, just just behind the scenes this is rich's first episode of the year drinking on the pod um, I'll fucking earn this drink, god damn it, man. No, nah, this is the only his, uh, this is only the first proper drink I've had this year in my crib. Mm. Um, I've just I took on a dry January kind of just continued. Really? What, what's the particular reason for that? I don't know, like health, just, religion, or what? Pandemic Social- was. I'm not going to drink every day because that's easy to fall into that trap. So I was just like weekends only. It's so a great that, trap. Though. So I was pretty disciplined on that. I love that, that trap. It's a great trap. I am in I that trap. Yeah. I do not want to leave. Yeah. Then I started this year. I don't even know if it was fully a dry January thing. I can't remember, but yeah, I just didn't drink much at home. And then I just thought, how long can I keep this going? So basically, every drink I've had this year has been outside of the yard, and that obviously slashes my mm. alcohol consumption by a considerable amount mm. because. I don't really go out too heavy unless there's shit to do. So, you know, when I'm at home on a Thursday, Friday, Saturday, maybe on some Sundays when you want to unwind, it's easy to just like go into my massive cupboard of alcohol and just pick something out. So I thought, let me cut it out. Let me tell you, I'm absolutely sure I've achieved fucking nothing by doing this. Yeah, no. Ooh, I, thank God my alcoholic <laughs> tendencies have been reaffirmed. I'm not, not going to lie. Like, I, I don't think I've achieved anything. No, you've actually, you've, you've managed to become more boring. Literally. Which was impressive. You're always grumpy, yeah. but you've, yeah, yeah, yeah. You're, it's not even funny grumpy anymore. Not as grumpy as you, come on. Literally. Literally. No, but like, I'm charming with it. He's uh, just boring. Let, let Johnny run these narratives. Everybody knows I'm lit. <laughs> I love the self-belief, uh, you yeah, know? Yeah, yeah. But you no, got to believe in your own source. But where can we see 100%. you next, Olga? Where can we see you generally a uh, friend of the show, everybody who is a fan of this needs to come and see you. 100%. Where can we see you? I have an Instagram page, so I usually post stuff there. But What's my the Insta? <laughs> uh, O-L-G-I-E, Olgi. Olgi. Underscore 007. Oh, she's trying to be a bongo uh, on this Only because at one stage in my life, I had the confidence, not dissimilar to Johnny. That's right. Whereby I thought Overconfidence. I... Overconfidence. Whereby I thought I also could succeed and become maybe the next Bond girl. Right. Uh, is that, was that your was that your dream, Johnny? <laughs> yeah, that's that's that. My, <laughs> exactly. my surname isn't even Viva, so yeah, I'm no. just trying to land yeah, a, true, a role. True. But uh, this has not happened yet. Yeah. Uh, but that's why Olgi underscore seven. Don't know. Done. Are you going to change the handle to Olga Braga? That's what I should do. Wow. Yeah. You, that's why you're like the smart one out that's of the two of us. That's there why you I'm here. That's yeah. why I'm here. Yeah. That's why I'm here. All right, bet, 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 bet. We now have the last 
relationship advice of the year. This was, this is probably one of the runaway successes of this year, isn't it? We just did it. Once. We just did it once. It's blown up. We just did it once. And I then like, it. everyone was like, you, you can't not ever do this. Yeah. And I was like, you know what, bet. Uh, but it's the last one of the year. Um, Johnny, I think it's you, my G. It's a bit of a sticky one this week. Ooh, when is it not? Sticky, is that <laughs> like a euphemism for something, Johnny? Oh, wow. Shit, it's really Friday. Look at Olgi. Let's, uh, <laughs> let's, uh, let's find out together. Um, okay. I've been seeing a girl on and off for two years. In the last six months, I've fallen in love with her. Okay. Wow. Um, we've always been fairly clear that it was an on and off thing, but in the last few months in particular, it started to become a bit more serious. With good dick comes big responsibilities. Mm. She's With good pussy comes big responsibilities. True. She's 32, I'm 34, and I want to take things to the next stage. The problem is she has had a boyfriend for the last five years. Oh! She has been telling me <laughs> that she's planning to break up with him for the last six months. <sighs> Last week, he proposed. No. <laughs> Did she accept? Sorry, I, I'll pause. She hasn't said yes to him yet. Mazza. What? Mazza. But she hasn't broken up with him either. Oh my Lord, who is this girl? <laughs> She's keeping her options open. I don't know how much longer I can wait for her to break up with him. Fam. Because she's been telling me for long enough now without actually getting it done. Oh my hmm. God. I feel like this girl is the love of my life. And I want mm. to be with her more than anything. But I'm not sure how much longer I can deal with her not getting it done. What do I do? Oh, man, this is triggering. Oh, triggering. Tell us. Let's unpack that. This is like a therapy <laughs> session. I, I, I was once this guy. Oh! oh! <laughs> I want to know more. <laughs> Tell us more, please. I want yeah, to know. Yeah, no, I, I was the cheaty. Is that, yeah, when you're the person who... The cheaty. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When, yeah, when you're the person the who is... Yeah. Being cheated on? No, no, no. No, the sorry, with. no, that's not what I mean. I wasn't the cheaty. I was the one who's being cheated... With. With, yes. Ah, okay, 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 got it. English my second language. Sometimes I do not no, understand. No, no, I probably, I probably did you badly there. I probably did you wrong there. No, cheated is the one that's cheated on. Cheaty is surely the accomplice, right? Okay, yeah, so Webster's I, Dictionary. Yeah, this yeah, is enough from Johnny Vivas. Let yeah, us yeah. continue. So by Johnny's with you, definition, so by Johnny's definition, I was the cheaty very long time ago. But yeah, um, how did that make you feel? And did the girl in question break up with the other gentleman? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> are, they, are they still together? No, no. So neither <laughs> neither lad ended up with. The girl, mm. in, in our case, is she now married? Uh, mm. It got very messy. Everybody's moved on. We've all grown up. Okay, we've closed that chapter. Are you still in touch with either of them? No, 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 no. I love how we're no, 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 no. To be honest, can we get back to this this submitter, please? <laughs> how long ago was this? Very, very long time ago. And was it was it a London situation? Yes. Or? Okay, interesting. But you're yeah. not in contact with either of them anymore. Neither. This is important for our listener at home for some context. So Indeed. it's very. So I has can, she got married since? Yes. Has he got married since? Yes. Okay, so everyone's kind of like, that's all right. Everybody's moved on. So did they? Did he find out that? You are we are we therapizing me or are we therapizing the submitter? I think it is no longer time. time for submitter We've at home. It is time oh, for yeah, uh, time. Richard the Beard uh, talking about he, his own past. Did he find out that you and his missus were? Yes. Doing the postman. Yes. Oh, is that why they broke up? Um, yes. And after she left him, did she want to be with you? Yes. And were you together afterwards? No. 
Okay, very good. So the reason why we're kind of talking about this is the the person who did lodge this query yeah. kind of, I guess, can learn from the situation. So that's that, the only reason why I brought it up, but you guys have made I was trying to segue away from it much. because I could see yeah, you were uncomfortable. I was trying to bring it back <laughs> to the question. <laughs> why didn't you end up together Ooh, He will not let it go. Johnny Because I'm not a fucking mug, mate. That's why. Right, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, I think, I think and this is this is the point, if we segue back to this uh, to this person, you have to understand when you're being played. I do think mm. that sometimes some people, I won't say some women, I say some people I get say very, very comfortable with having their cake and eating it. So mm. You are being played, mm. young gun. But she hasn't said yes to the other guy. Exactly. Is, That's how there you is know nothing, she's playing There is nothing. Options. There is nothing about this lady that I'm hearing that is telling me that she is even getting even a little bit, even remotely colder with her now or soon to be fiance. Now, what does that tell you? That tells you all the promises that she's making you about breaking up with him, likely not to happen. Hmm. They're not separating. There's nothing that's, there's nothing that indicates things are going bad because this guy clearly felt like things are good enough to propose. Exactly. And this so is the key. So you, my buddy, are being yeah. played. Olga. This is the key. Uh, a man doesn't just propose out of the blue there would have been actions on her part which, which would have led oh, to that proposal. Mm. So in all the months when she was dating this other dude, her partner would have been getting some sort of actions from her, which would indicate to him that he should in fact propose. Mm. So I think this girl, if I had to make a judgment call, she's probably unsure in fact, unsure about her fiance, but also unsure about the this other guy, the guy who yeah. responded. You said the backup option isn't isn't convincing enough to her. But the not... backup option is not convincing, but also I think the guy but who the proposed to her may potentially be getting played. Because I think otherwise, if you're not, he already proposed to her and she she hasn't declined, but she also hasn't accepted. Yeah, mm. so she said yes. If you're on the receiving end of that, you're showing the girl the ring, you're like proposing and she's like, oh, let me think about this. It's not like a hair appointment or like a <laughs> nail salon appointment you need to think about, you know. It's How a long have they been doing it? Proposal! How long they been having an affair? Uh, I think it's said on and off for two years. Mazza. But more serious in the last six months. I think there's so enough. So he feels like it's, there's, the last six months have made it worth making a move. But so his long... concern is that he's been pressuring her for long enough and she's not done it. And now the other guy's proposed, it's come to a head. How long does one have to have an affair with someone until they realize they want to leave what they've got for you? Right? Apparently six months not long enough. But they've been together overall on for, for two, two years, years on and right? Two years. And yes, things have hotted up in the last six months, but it's still been two years. It's a stretch. Let's be real, right? That's a stretch. How long does it take this woman to decide you, my G, mm. who she wants to spend her life with and throw away her mm. marriage or sorry, her potential marriage with this person she's been with for six years. Shorter than Brother, two years, if Richard, has if not, I had to answer that. Yeah, if she's not chosen you by now, sir. She never will. It sounds like she's indecisive, buddy. You've picked an indecisive one. But also, like, he's 34, she's 32. Two years at 32 is a lot of dating time. You're running out, like, women are running out of time at 32. Oh, I, don't right? like these, I don't like these generalizations. Time. Oh, if she wants to have kids. Johnny, she wants to have kids. Oh, she does? That's in the thing? If she, It's not in the thing. Yeah, but it's not an unreasonable. Actually, question for the two gentlemen in the podcast. Yeah, 
what do you think it takes for the man to fall in love with and how long do you think it takes? Because clearly he said they were dating for, or on and off for two years, yeah. but it's only in the last few months that he yeah. felt he isn't love. Yeah, so scientifically it takes four months to fall in love. To fall in love. You can decide in four months. Four months of regular seeing each other. Regular because, dating, whatever, yeah. I mean, yeah, no, not me. My, Could never be me. My estimation, I think if she does go for the submitter of this question. For Sideman. Yeah, for Sideman. It will only be because she doesn't think she can get anything better or because she doesn't think she want to be with the other guy, but she doesn't want to be alone. If a woman knows she wants a man, she doesn't need thinking time. And this is the thing. And, you know, we we've been bantering me about me being like this guy. But there was an epiphany for me. I remember being next to said girl, who obviously we'll never name. And it was back in the periods of like Blackberries and Blackberry Messenger Very and stuff. Good. Mm. And she had two. There are people who like delete all of their conversations. Yeah, yeah. She had two conversations up. One was me and one was that brother. Right, yeah. And I was sat next to her while she was secretly just trying to like interchange conversations. So like she, mm. she would speak to one, she would speak to him, texting him. Mm. And then, and then she'd look into the messages that me and her had sent to each other earlier on in the day. Good. And that's when I was like, am I a mug? Fam, if she can't decide, trust me, the choice isn't you. Exactly. Full and stop. the choice, I suspect, don't take that's it personally, because I suspect the choice is not the other guy either. I think she is not in love with either that's it. dude. That's She's it. She's just not sure. I mean, she doesn't want to be alone. He feels this is the girl for him. He, f he feels this is the love of his life. So how does he get himself Get an give. Uh, how do we feel about ultimatum? Fam, I I, I feel ultimatum is the way to go, basically. This is, that's my take. Yeah. My take is you need to stand her up right now. Uh, how long time-wise of the ultimatum Oh, it's on be? the spot. For, I kind of agree with the general take that you two have given that it's been long enough. She's had enough time to make her mind up. Da, da, da. I also feel like the other guy popping the question basically makes this thing a lot more urgent. I think he's well within his rights after two years on and off and six months more frequent. Uh, he's within his rights now to say, look, this happens or it doesn't happen. Pop the question. Uh, I mean, if he's, it, it, he could go balls out basically and go, will you marry me instead? Um, if he feels it's the love of his life, he can make that call. But he basically needs to, he needs to get her to decide him or me today, let's go. And if it's not you today, puppy, you take Facts. the L and you move on. Facts. But also, even if it is to you today, yeah. puppy, what happens six months, one year down the line? Yeah, right. Will there be another puppy, puppy on the side? Mm. So even if she does choose you today, you need to understand you're taking this woman with a risk that she will choose someone else tomorrow. So that's, so that, you famous, think that's that famous phrase that's once come up a cheater, on this. Always a cheater. That's, that's the famous phrase that's come up on this podcast before. Uh, and he is occupying the role of the mistress in this case. And they say you should never, as a mistress, you should never marry the man because you merely open a vacancy. Oh, So, Breda, Breda, do what I did. <laughs> Grow a fuck. Start a podcast. Grow. Cocks and rum. <laughs> Start a podcast. <laughs> fuck the bitches. Get that podcast. Get the bag. Fuck that bitch. Wait 15 years. Start a podcast. <laughs> and talk about it. <laughs> Mic drop. <laughs> Shit. Yeah, no, um... Please, please, please keep the contributions coming yes. for relationship advice in the new year. Um, bonus material and all kinds of creative things are going to come with regards to this particular segment. Watch this space. 
Um, we're going to finish up by just asking my uh, my lovely guests, like, what are the Christmas plans, man? What are you guys going to be doing? Tell me, tell me, tell me. Besides dodging Omicron, which is like dodging fucking raindrops at this point. Uh, I'm going down to Cornwall. I'm going to try not to kill Nana. Um, shout out Nana. Shout out Nana. She's basically the, the same plans that Johnny have, has had, you know, in the past as well. Not she's just a, this She's year. a real listener. Trying to avoid yeah. killing Nana. Yeah. yeah. Um, does she listen to the podcast? No, she she struggles to get onto Garden as well these days because it's on BBC Two, not BBC One anymore. That's quite. <laughs> is it just the one click to turn on the TV and whatever the channel is? Yeah, is the it's, channel. it's on at six. It's on at ten, <laughs> and that's it. Um, so she probably doesn't listen. Uh, but I'll be down there with my brother, my mum, my nephew. Lovely. As long as I can avoid. Shout out, big rubes. As long as I can uh, avoid Babylon on the way down. Mm. Um, that's the plan. Then come back to London and then probably be getting lit and putting on the stone and a half that I lost in the last year in two weeks. That's Done now. Okay. I'm going to Scotland because like all Eastern Europeans, of course, my parents live in Scotland. Yes, it's, it's equally so, cold and grey. Yeah. Nice. yeah Where do nice. they live in Scotland? So, or are we in not a allowed to? place called Inverurie. Inverurie. Small little village. Close to? Aberdeen. Oh, oh way up there. Mm. Way up there. Very cold. Yeah, and your Christmas eating. and New Year's there? Only Christmas. For New Year's, I'll be back in London. Hey. Doing a show or chilling out? Do you know what? I've been invited to do a show on New Year's Eve. I'm still thinking whether I'll take that option. Okay, nice. Very nice. What are you doing, Rich? I'm planning, if Omicron allows me to fucking avoid it, I'm planning on being in Paris. Yeah, basically France. Paris and south of France for Christmas and New Year, man. About to log off and like really, really like disconnect. So if you don't hear from me, it's not that I don't love you. <laughs> it's just I don't want to fucking talk to you for a bit. <laughs> no, I love is that I don't need you. Honestly, for now I just don't need you. Um, but I want to send a very, very, very warm happy holidays to all of our listeners, to all Amen. the people who have been sending love, tuning in every episode, sending all their support. I want to say thank you to all of the guests who have been on this year. It took us Amen. a while to get some guests flowing in, but 2021 Amen. saw the start of something special, and there's promises to be all kinds of new excitement for TCET in the new year. Yes. So stay tuned. Things only going to get bigger. And that's because of you guys. Big up to our special guest, Olga Braga. Go check her out. We're obviously going to link her on the, uh, on the release day. So you can mm-hmm. see where she is at and follow her and all that stuff. Shout out to man like Johnny Vivas. Um, Love you, bro. Love you too, bro. Um, yeah. And Merry Christmas, happy holidays and all of that to all of you. We'll see you in a- Baby. A few. Have a good one.